Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. Thanks for joining me. It's the sixth day of March, and we are in the story of Jesus and his disciples crossing the stormy Sea of Galilee. This is found at the end of Mark chapter 4, specifically verses 35 through the end of the chapter, verse 41. Now, yesterday, we started on verse 35 by introducing the story through one statement by Jesus, which was, let us cross over to the other side. And the hint that you need in this story to understand the the fear and the consternation you're about to see is the phrase other side, because the other side, it shows up in chapter five, verse one, and that's the the country of the Gadarenes. And, And like I said before, we'll get into the depth of that when we get to chapter five, but just know that this is not a common, these are not common stomping grounds, so to speak, for these disciples. Good Jewish boys aren't going to spend much time in the Gadarenes, and therefore there's an almost a built-in element of fear that they have in following Jesus into this. And it's it would seem to me that what the reader is to assume is that sometimes we have almost a built-in level of fear in regards to where we are in life, and that that fear precedes storms. Storms show up not necessarily as a result of the fear, but almost in confirmation of said fear. Have you noticed that if you are concerned about something, worried about it, and then anything goes wrong, you take that as a sign from God that you shouldn't be doing this. And I know I've taught you many times and talked about the fact that we follow after peace, but of course I'm talking about in regards to the moves that we make in life and the, and the things that we do, I don't mean that everything is easy. I don't mean that every decision we make doesn't cost us something or that it doesn't require some attention. And that when we take that cost or that attention, we might see subsequent storms or bad things happen in our lives and it becomes easy to get superstitious and think, well, X led to Y led to Z. And so it takes the wisdom. This, I think, is why Paul said Christ has been made unto us wisdom so that we can tell the difference between the things in which we are led by the Spirit and the things we are led by our own problem. That sets us up for a comparison that I use frequently in my latest book, Greater Than Jonah, and that comparison is the ride that Jonah takes across the Mediterranean when he leaves Joppa and heads towards Tarshish. He's supposed to be going to Nineveh, but he goes to Tarshish instead, and he does so out of rebellion. And I compare that to the boat ride that Jesus takes across a windswept Sea of Galilee. Let me read for you a couple of verses today to lay this foundation. Mark chapter 4, verse 36. Now, when they had left the multitude... They took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And that, that, that gives us the indication that maybe they went straight to sea in the boat he was teaching from, possibly. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Now, a windstorm on the Sea of Galilee was really not that unusual. The sea of Galilee is about 700 feet below sea level about 13 miles long, about 8 miles wide. And on one side is a deep cliff-lined valley, so the wind could funnel, then and now, 
through the, the hills, through the valley, and then whip the lake up into a violent storm. It wasn't as if they hadn't seen this before. And I know we make comment a lot of times about the fact that they're professional fishermen, and they are, and that they shouldn't be so scared of this storm because they've seen them before. I don't think it's that the storm they're about to encounter is so much worse than other storms. I think that the the narrative is to lead us to believe that because they are going to the other side, they take the windstorm to be disapproval from God. Stay away from the gatherings. They make an assumption that because they have a perception about the place they're going, that the, the storm they're encountering is trying to keep them from going there. And so learning to discern the storms is a crucial part of the Christian experience. Now, I'm going to save the, the, the most obvious thing in this story, which is the sleeper. We're going to save it for tomorrow. We notice we didn't even read that verse because there's a lot of buildup in the way this story is told. We don't, at this point, we don't even have a sleeper. We just have Jesus riding into a great windstorm and the waves beating into the boat so that it is filling. And what we're left to believe is that those inside the boat have to make a a determination about why the storm is there. Now, admittedly, there are storms in our lives that we cause. I do think this is the Jonah analogy. Jonah is told to go to Nineveh. Jonah chooses, rather, to go down to Joppa and buy a ticket for a boat going the other way to Tarshish. And he might have assumed that because there was a boat with an open seat and it was so easy to get a ticket, that maybe God was setting him up to to not do what he had been told to do. I think that Jonah probably made the mistake that so many of us make, and we look at opportunity even... In spite of the fact that it is against what God told us to do, we look at opportunity as what we should do. Not every opportunity is what we should do. Jesus had the opportunity to turn the stones to bread in the wilderness and set himself on a path of feeding the whole wide world, which seems like a pretty good goal. You could make a really good spiritual argument that Jesus should have picked up the mantle of stone to bread manufacturing, and that the whole world that was wallowing in abject poverty could have been fed. But he would have had to have circumvented every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus is the word, so he would have had to have circumvented that which God was offering. And what was God offering? The broken body and the shed blood. So by circumventing the broken body and the shed blood, just to pick up the mantle of ultimate social justice warrior, feed the hungry, Jesus would have taken opportunity over the will of his Father. And so discerning the difference in the opportunity, which is an open seat on a boat to Tarshish versus going to Nineveh, well, that's an important thing. And when we miss that, we create storms of our own devising. And so learning the difference in that is part of the the beauty of following Christ. You are not just winging this. You have the identification of the Holy Spirit.
Tomorrow we meet the sleeper. And not only do we meet the sleeper, we meet the sleepers, both Jesus and Jonah. We'll see you then. God bless.